back here at Scotiabank Arena for the final period of the regular season. Game 82. Game in Montreal between the Florida Panthers. It's not really the Panthers. It isn't? Well, no. Yes, they might be wearing the jerseys. You're right. But there are people in the stands here wearing Leaf jerseys, but they're not really the Leafs. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Because nope. it's 8-1 Montreal. No. <laughs> now, with the Islanders leading the Tampa Bay Lightning 2-1, you know what would cause such great drama? If the open Leafs up the scored five times in their own net. I was going to say just <laughs> pull the goalie halfway through the third period. Now, can you imagine? Pull the goalie, oh, you lose 6-5. You lose no. <laughs> that would be, be some phenomenal storylines. Coach, why were you doing that? Well, we, we just, wanted to check. We really wanted to work on our six on five yeah. in this meaningless game. With, with some of the fellas that won't be in the lineup. The fellas. <laughs> the fellas. Were, we wanted them to. You know, we're trying to get Jason Spezza five points in the last six minutes. Boy, Jeremy Swayman <laughs> just came out of the net and negated an icing. Four oh, on oh, four here. Sorry, the game's back on. <laughs> Coyle back in his own zone. Thanks for pointing it out. <laughs> Chipped up on the line, and it's going to come to center ice. Leafs defend the goal to the right, and goaltender Eric Schalgren is in the net as it's come to center ice, and now Brody in on the wing, goes into the far corner, tries to come out with it, has a little skating room to his liking. Left wing feed for Giordano, and then Giordano played it back, and Brody was heading for the bench. Brody had to stay on the ice and uh, hopefully not have a too many men on the ice penalty, of which the Leafs have had enough of those this year. Well, maybe they've never played together. I, I, you were going to answer, weren't <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> Other than that 12 I went, years I in went, Calgary. Wait a, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, not recently. Back <laughs> Give it to Jackie Gleason there. <laughs> <laughs> Brought on at center ice by Frederick of the Bruins in across the line. He'll play it down into the corner. The penalties have expired. A centering pass. Nosek trying to get a shot. Blockered away by Shalgren and the puck in the near corner. The Leafs trying to get it out. Riley will start out of his own zone. Dropped it off into the corner for Giordano, who's been on for a bit of a long shift here. Now he gets it ahead to Engvall. Engvall circles back. The Leafs' defense is changing. And it is dished back now. And Morgan Riley returns the favor. And Engvall comes straight to center. Long shooting goes into the corner and around back of the Boston goal. Fed on the near wing. Cut off there by Engvall. Played back of the net. Actually, when you think about Swayman negating the icing, maybe both goaltenders were told to try and move this game along. Back into the corner in the Boston zone. Puck goes high and out at center ice, and Labushkin will go back to it. You think of the people that Kyle Dubas has added to this roster and how important they will be. The back end of this team is changed dramatically with Labushkin and Giordano added to it. Muzzin goes back after a loose puck, got it ahead. As it's swung around the boards, it's going to carry them all the way out and down the ice. Icing call against Toronto. I did read one article where there's a suggestion that Labushkin might be the one that comes out for game one. 
And I can't see that. Oh, I, I mean, I being, can't he, either. he and Morgan Riley have been good. But yep. it's nice that there's actually a conversation because of the depth of the Leafs now have about who could or couldn't be in the lineup for game one. I think it's great to have options, whether it's through injuries or indifferent play. And really, that's the same up front as well. I'm with you. I think Clifford, Wayne Simmons, especially if it's Tampa, they're in game one. And if all of a sudden you need a different look or a different feel, then you've got the personnel to make the, the decisions and the changes as the series goes on. Long rolling puck in on goal, smothered there by Chalgren and held. Face off coming in the Toronto zone. Game has moved along, but there have been some incidents of uh, physical play that has uh, gotten under the skin of opponents a little bit. Right on the left of Shalgren in the Toronto zone. One by Boston. Shot goes off the skate of uh, Simmons down into the far corner. Bruins coming out with it. Got it off Simmons to the line, and Simmons gets it out into neutral ice. Tried to spin it in for Clifford. Clifford will chase after it down into the corner, but the Bruins have it under control and now look back up ice. Long lead pass, misfires. That went just wide of the net. I think Shalgren was hoping for an icing call, but I think he may have made some contact with it. Back to the point, kept alive by Boston. Clifton with a shot blocked in front of the Toronto goal, and it'll be pushed ahead by Brody, up ahead for Mikheyev, trying to drive in, poked off his stick at the last second as Ilya Mikheyev just put his shoulder down and started for the front of the net. Boy, if we see a lot of that in the postseason, it will be a good sign. He has really developed into a power forward who can take the puck to the net. Hall goes back into the Leafs zone. Got it up ahead. Blackwell had it come right back in front of the Leafs. Goal! Wow, an offside being called by the linesman, and I'm not too sure that was accurate, but it is whistled down. Faceoff coming in the circle just in front of the Leaf bench. Now we start talking about playoff implications and everything else, who plays who. Was it not the 1969-70 season with the Montreal Canadiens went into Chicago and had to score X amount of goals to qualify for the playoffs? Yep. They, they ended up missing. We pulled, the about, goalie yeah, pulled the goalie third halfway period. through the third period. Yep. Yeah, they and it was a strange system that time. It wasn't, they was had it, to the, score so many goals. Yeah, it wasn't about winning, was it? No, because what had happened is the Red Wings went into New York earlier in the day and won by a big, a big number. And so Montreal had to score something like five or six goals. And uh, when that didn't happen under normal circumstances, <laughs> they pulled the goaltender. Carlo with a shot and I remember that vividly because we thought that was just perfect now a shot rings off the goal post in behind Shalgren uh, being Toronto fans and not Montreal fans at center ice Nylander turns got it ahead and it's flipped in over the line and down into the corner Joey Anderson into pursuit Bruins get it ahead Anderson gets a turnover tried to play it back and it bounced off a Boston player and out at center ice. Five minutes in the books. 
There's Abrazizi getting it in front of the net. Pass goes astray. Glide comes to center. Played in over the line. Lilligren ran into his man as the puck comes free. And it's played back down in behind the Toronto net. Lilligren backhanding it back into the corner. Comes back to the point. A shot in traffic. Whistled wide of the goal. Into the corner. Another centering pass. Knocked away by Shalgren into the corner. Bruins after it there. Wagner chops the stick out of the hands of the Leaf player. Puck comes in front of the net. Knocked away. And the Leafs are going to get it to the line. And not out. And now they'll get a second opportunity to regroup it. Morgan Riley to center and in. Clifford playing it around back of the net for Simmons. Simmons back for Clifford. Back to Simmons. He works to the near wing. Now sends it in front of the net. Spezza got back to corral it. Couldn't find Hall heading to the front. Centering pass goes off a leg. And the Bruins are going to start out at center. Only to have Felino had his pocket picked as it goes down the ice. And Chalgren does a nice job of covering up the area by the goal post to allow that puck to hit the side of the net and produce an icing. All right, here it is, April 5th, 1970. Yep. The Blackhawks and home to the Montreal Canadiens. The final score is Chicago 10, Montreal 2. Blackhawks scored seven goals in the third period, five of them into the empty net. First empty netter was at 12.27, so seven and a half minutes left yep. in the third period. Remember the second last game of the season in Austin Matthews' rookie year when they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins to make the postseason. Curtis McElhinney was brilliant. Coming in in relief of Freddie Anderson. Stopping Sidney Crosby. And then the Leafs end up losing to Columbus the next night. There's a rolling puck that goes wide, but it's an offside at the Boston Blue Line. And so the faceoff will come back out at center ice. 12 minutes and 52 seconds left to go in the third period. Toronto 3, Boston 1. Neither team hoping for overtime. You're listening to Multi-Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. The New York Islanders beating the Tampa Bay Lightning. If the Bruins did force overtime. Tampa got nothing in regulation. The Bruins would uh, end up overhauling Tampa on the strength of regulation wins, of which they have 40 now. Tampa has 38. Played around back of the Boston goal, up on the left wing side. Played high to center ice, but the Leafs are there. And now Muzzin gets it off to Kerfoot, who's going to circle back behind his goal and stop. Plays off on the left wing for Muzzin. Muzzin. Plays it ahead at center. Nylander couldn't get away. Puck comes back into the center ice area. And the Bruins will play it to the line and in. Hall gets back there. Had it knocked away. A shot from a sharp angle. Stopped by Shalgren. Puck in front of the goal. Knifed away. And now Engvall gets it ahead for Nylander. Nylander in over the line and stops. Still with it. Tried to find a man. And Giordano heading for the front of the net. Now the puck comes back in front. They score! Nylander coming off a turnover and his second of the game and the Leafs lead 4-1. Willie Nylander's 34th of the season and that may be enough 
to ensure the lease will open against the defending Stanley Cup champions. As Willie Nylander looks like a man among boys as he just ragdolls his way to the front of the net. And you would think there were a lot of spectators watching Nylander go to the net. Everybody thought he was going to have to try to pass off or something, but Nylander simply goes to the net from the slot on his back end, goes forehand around the left pad of Swayman, and the Leafs have now built a 4-1 lead. So the Tampa game, which started a half an hour later, may be irrelevant. Now here the Leafs in with Abrazzisi not getting a shot. Got it to the blue line, and Giordano trying to find Lilligren had to deflect the center ice. Abrazzisi playing it back into his own zone. So Wee Willie has got a pair. Numbers 33 and 34 on the season. He had an excellent postseason, and the Leafs are hoping for similar kind of results this time around. But the big boys have got to be the big boys. Here's a chance now for Simmons, and it's swallowed up by Swayman as he was able to sip right into the slot area and get a pretty good shot away. Now the Leafs, every win, every point becomes a new record as they wind down this regular season. There's certainly nothing wrong with heading into the postseason on a bit of a roll. Well, they'd be 14-2-2 in their last 18 games. And Boston have come in with a four-game winning streak at 1-6-7. of seven. And You kind of throw that out the window with the two lineups that we've got out here. Actually, going back to the middle of February, Joe, they're 24-8-1, the Bruins. Here's a chance for Clifford to get the puck down in the Boston zone. Missed a hit there from Blyde. The puck comes free. Blyde trying to step into Spezza. That didn't work. And around on the boards and tripping and falling there was Brown. Josh Brown back on his skates but gets the puck out at center ice. Labushkin up ahead for Simmons. Didn't get it in deep. Bruins are able to come away with it knocked off a stick there by Riley and uh, it's back into the center ice area and shot in wide of the lead goal no icing or no there is icing yep linesman finally comes into view and uh, so it'll be brought back into the Boston zone with 10 15 to play here in the third period interesting to see what the Boston Bruins do for game one you mentioned Jeremy Swayman who's got the start tonight in Linus Allmark Linus Hallmark, identical, 41 appearances each. Swayman is 23-13-3, Allmark's 26-10-2. Goals against averages were pretty close. Coming into the game, Swayman was 9-15 save percentage. Allmark was 9-17. Now, you can ask the question, are they at a disadvantage because they don't have a clear-cut number one, or do they have a huge advantage because they've got an option? That And that's... <laughs> situation, isn't it? And, yeah. and you can argue both sides of that coin, but there's no Tukarask. Brought on at center ice now by Steen. A long shoot-in goes wide of the leap goal. Well, because Swayman did not have to clear waivers, he was actually sent down when Tukarask was starting his comeback. Hallmark and Swayman have become pretty popular with their post-win celebrations between the two of them. 
Polino in, now drops the puck off. Shot by Lazar, comes in front of the goal. Down is the goaltender, and it gets into the net. And I don't know what the significance is of this goal. Was it not Foligno that jammed it in? But they have picked up the puck. As Foligno leads the Bruins to the Boston bench for the high fives. His 500th career point comes on his 206th career goal for the Sudbury native and former Maple Leaf. Still enough time left for the Bruins to mount some sort of comeback. I don't know what the discussion is right now. Morgan Riley is talking to the one referee. The other one have gone to the bench. The penalty door is open on the Leafs side. I'm not sure if this is going to be challenged. Nope, they're just pointing to center ice saying, let's play on. We're looking at the overhead. There's Shulgren. Boy, really just was just about to put his glove on it when Felino took a swipe at it. And it went through the leaf goal center. Oh, oh, it's offside. Oh. Offside the at the blue line. So. Well, if you have any question about the Leafs being afraid to play the Tampa Bay Lightning, fear not. Now, here's the other side of it, though. The Leafs are wrong. They're going to be up 4-2, but on the penalty kill. So the video boys, led by Jordan Bean, have come up with this. And how about the play they made the other night on the glove pass? In uh, Washington, yes. yes. John Carlson. And what was funny about that was prior to that, Jason Spencer had a goal waved off, which would have been Abrazizi's first NHL point. And now we're watching here... Oh, that's offside. Yep. Yep, it is. Brought into the zone by had, Oscar Steve. Just remember, it's the plane. Yeah, yep. looks like it's offside. Here we go. After review, the play was deemed to be offside. Therefore, there's no goal in the play. Please reset the clock to 10 and 3. Does that mean they have to give the puck back? I think so, yeah. So I think... Yeah. Because it, yeah, you wouldn't want to have duplicates. Almost, almost your 500 point. Almost your point. 500 point. Yeah. But maybe the tape's already around it. They'd have yeah. to rip the tape off. Yeah. So, well, Nicholas Foligno, who has really had a struggle of a year this season, with uh, just two goals and 13 points, has a goal dismissed because of video review. So. If it's getting ready for the postseason and everybody is on board, I'd say the video boys are yes. in midseason, if not in playoff form already. Pass ahead. Here's a chance now for Anderson trying to drive the net, and it was knocked off his stick. Abrazizi in the corner eludes a man. Got it freed up now for Camp. Back to the point. Labushkin near side. Giordano a shot deflected in front, and it's knocked around back of the net. Camp unable to get to it. Brandon Carlo will skate it out at center and just roll it down into the Toronto end. We are through halfway in to the third period. The Leafs continue to lead four to one. And across the line, comes back to the point to Giordano. Leaf 
winds and shoots, and boy, he can shoot that puck, can't he? That whistle just wider than that. Giordano with it again, off the stick of Simmons and back into Boston territory. Blackwell into the four check. Clifford got a piece of his man, but the puck comes out on the left wing, and Mike Riley will play it down into the Toronto end. It's important for Eric Schalgren to have another solid outing as well, as a shot from the point deflects wide of the lead goal. Jack Campbell had the 3-0 shutout against Detroit. Schalgren was able to win the game in Washington as now we get uh, some shoving and uh, a couple of uh, question marks going here, but Willie Nylander skating away and we've got a break in the action. It is the Leafs four, the Bruins one. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. One of the biggest roars we've heard from the crowd was uh, young lady, 89 years young, coming to her very first Toronto Maple Leaf hockey game, and she got a big thunderous roar just as we were going to commercial break. So congratulations to her. And if she was sitting up there looking down saying, I don't recognize a lot of them. <laughs> you know, sure. Ralphie, we sit here and we come to these games all the time, and we're very fortunate to be doing the jobs that we're doing and being here. But you run into fans who, and I, I think of the, the two kids that do our highlight packages on, as the puck comes down into the Toronto zone, knocked wide, and a penalty coming here to uh, Toronto. And... They've never been to a game. And you, or, you know, or never been to the building. Yeah, and you know, so many people want to do this and come and be a part of this. And whether it's cost or just availability of tickets or uh, not able to get into town or something, I mean, the fan base of this team is just off the charts. And uh, when you see something like that, Grandma here, 89 years young, enjoying her first NHL game. I, that's that's really, really something. And as the kids say now, really cool. Well, actually, my father is going to be in town in a couple of weeks. Never been to a Blue Jays game. I actually had an old exhibition stadium. Never been to the Dome? Nope. Oh. So my son, is. Uh, they've already made arrangements to nice. get over. Flipped high to center ice, and down the ice it goes. This is the Bruins' first power play opportunity. Penalty kill brought to you by our Ontario Packaging Centers, Ontario's largest one-stop shop for all your packaging and warehouse needs. Leafs' penalty kill has been pretty good this year as a shot deflected wide off Shalgren. It comes off the boards, but not out. Good play kept in by Craig Smith. Smith gets it back to the blue line. Riley to the far side. And it's not David Pasternak, but a pretty good one-timer from that spot. But Shaldron got over to make the save and holds on. Shaldron's last start was in Washington against the Capitals. It was the second of back-to-backs, three and four for the Leafs. And he was outstanding, especially in the shootout. The Leafs scored late. Jason Spezza chipped one in to tie the game. Actually, the Leafs had to overcome a two-goal deficit. Mikheyev and Spezza both scoring in the final ten minutes of that game. And then Shelgren was outstanding in the shootout. The Leafs got the extra point. Coyle gets the puck back to the point into the slot. It gets returned to him on the far half boards. 
Bruins on the power play. Coyle back to the point. Riley a shot, pats it. Rebound, scores! A quick one-timer off the near boards by Jake DeBrusque. And the Bruins score on the power play to make it 4-2. to uh, The original shot came from the left point. Shalgren kicked out the left pad to make the save, but the rebound goes right to the other circle. And DeBrusque simply rifles this. Up and over the left shoulder of Shelgren. It almost looked like Shelgren was over in time. But DeBrusque just thread the needle. And has the Bruins' second goal of this game. And the lead, the least lead is now cut in half. It's 4-2. to two. And for DeBrusque, that is goal number 25 in the season. Not bad for a guy that wanted to trade midway through the season. Not happy with his ice time with the Boston Bruins. Bruce Cassie had actually made him a healthy scratch for a couple of games. Leafs get the puck out at center but can't get into the zone. Bruins will play it back out into neutral ice. Steen gets it in over the line. That ran into the line. Spent the Bruins will play it back at the Toronto goal. Spezza trying to free it up as it goes back into the far corner for Brody. TJ Brody will bank it ahead. Clifford couldn't handle the pass. Then Simmons takes his man to the boards. And the puck now with the Bruins in with a shot. And Shaldron got a blocking glove in front of that. Sends it up into the screen and out of play. And how big is Willie Nylander's second goal now? Giving the Leafs a 4-1 lead at the point. But Nylander has two on the night. And 34 on the season. Well, 35 has a better ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Islanders lead the Lightning 3-1 with... Uh, <laughs> 19.38 left in the third period. Well, they must have scored in the first minute then. Well, period number three, it was 2-1 after two. Played around back of the net, Riley. With a little skating room in the corner, got it ahead for Camp. Camp got it back to Riley, who played it out at center. Nylander couldn't uh, come up with a loose puck. And the Bruins have sent it in over the line, and David Camp is back there to recover. Talk about other people who have uh, played the lesser light role to the big stars who have been very, very good this year. David Camp has fit in very nicely as a shot from the point is kicked away nicely by Swayman in the Boston goal. Played out at center ice. Penalty killing, face-offs. And an offside at the blue line is whistled down. And in today's game or in professional sports so many contracts are based off statistics for a guy to come in and embrace that role that it's all about being the shutdown guy killing penalties and taking pride in that it's a rare find but still make a pretty good living at doing it breaking the action with 540 to play in the third the Leafs four the Bruins two you're listening to multi-canadian Leafs hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs radio network I saw a report somewhere where somebody <laughs> made an effort to find out alcohol consumption in the various arenas, National Hockey League in Canada. And, the, and here at Scotiabank, they're number one. Shot from the point blocked, it comes back to camp. Well, I think when you've got variety and, and competitive prices. <laughs> Okay. I don't, I don't know what they so are let, everywhere let's, else. So let's stay with variety. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, and, and the fact.
fact that the tickets don't cost much. So yeah, I can see where you would. I mean, if if you're going to go the full National Hockey League, boy, you got to go to Tampa or to uh, Florida, I think, because you get two beers, a hot dog, parking, and your ticket for 20 bucks. <laughs> well, it'd be well, interesting to find out. Well, hopefully, what that means is nobody's driving to the game, so you're saving no, on parking. No, subway, yeah. subway. You know, oh, shooting match. It's here. It will be interesting to see uh, what Florida charges for playoff tickets, having not uh, been in for a while and been successful. But, boy, what a season they've had. Brought to center ice and in by Abrazizi. He drops it back for Kerfoot. Kerfoot into the far corner with under, well, just 4.13 left to play in the third. Back to the blue line, just fed into the corner then by Brody. Leafs with it again, cycle it back behind the net. Abrazizi finds Muzzin. Muzzin back of the goal for Kerfoot, tried to center, and it's gone all the way down the ice. Well, the Leafs will get a wholesale change, and back to retrieve the puck is Wayne Simmons. Simmons drops it off. And Morgan Riley will take his time coming out. Got it up on the wing, a pass ahead. Here's Blackwell in, looking for a man, going to the net, and it bounced over the stick of Mikheyev. Bruins back the other way. Curtis Lazar got it in over the line. Blackwell had it knocked away. The Leafs are able to break it out. 3.22 to go. And you wonder, will the Bruins pull goaltender Jeremy Swayman? Brought back by Lazar. And what does it say if they don't? And what does it say if they do? The opposite of if they don't. Thanks, Tips. <laughs> well, you just asked me the same question, so I gave you the same answer. Sherlock. <laughs> Here's Clifford. I was going to say, Einstein, say Einstein, but I thought I better not no, stretch no. it that give, far. No, no, give me a break. Yeah, I like Sherlock. Now on the fireboards, it comes back to the point. Near side, Giordano. Leafs working in along the wall for Spezza. Kick back into the corner. Too far for Giordano. Clifford couldn't come up with it. Took his man Riley to the boards and then knocked down the official as well. And the official was slow to get up and missed a trip that was should have been called. Back down into the corner it goes and into the Leafs zone. 2.18 to go. And so far, Swayman has stayed in the net. It'll be played down into the zone. I think this is an interesting little decision here. No, no, that? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they don't pull them, yeah. then Boston is very happy to do what they're going to do. Playing Carolina. Yep. Why didn't they just say that at the beginning of the game and no. save everybody a lot of aggravation? When you look at their lineup, they might have. <laughs> Fired down into the Boston zone, along the boards, back of the net. And the Bruins will get it ahead off the stick of Craig Smith and down to an icing call against Boston. It'll be brought back with a minute 39 to go in the third period. Swayman keeps looking over to the Boston bench. Obviously now with a face-off back in the Bruins zone, they're not going to take him out. Bruce Cassidy is, uh, I don't know if he's, uh, he's talking to... uh, Anton Blyde, and Blyde's coming over. Is he going to say something to the goalkeeper? Nope. All right. 
Face off to the right of uh, Swayman. And the draw won by Toronto. Riley. A Blackwell pass in the slot. That didn't work. And it has flipped out at center ice, and Labushkin will chase back after it to try and get after it, but another icing call coming here against Boston with a minute 27 to go in the third period. Montreal <laughs> now leading 10 to 1 over the Florida Panthers. And well, there goes the Vesna. According to Nick, back of the station. They're chanting gee, gee, nice. as they yep. finish off the regular season. Face off to the right in the Boston zone, one by Toronto. Labushkin to Blackwell. Blackwell sends a shot to the front of the net. Kerfoot was knocked down. The Bruins get it out. Oh, there goes goaltender Swayman to the bench. Down into the corner it goes. Grabbed off by Toronto. Mikheyev trying to flip it out. Knocked out of the air. Bruins will shoot it right back in again. So we've had a couple of things answered, Mr. Ralph. Down back of the net. Centering pass. Knocked away. Leafs trying to get the loose puck. Goes into the near corner with less than a minute to go. Bruin was tripped and no call. Played ahead now by Kerfoot. Kerfoot to Hall. Hall to center. Trying to get it ahead for Blackwell from a sharp angle. Blackwell goes into the corner after it. Can't get a shot to the empty net, and the Bruins will push it out at center into the Toronto zone. Brody going back with 36 seconds. Off the boards and out into neutral ice. Mike Riley for the Bruins back pedals behind his empty goal. 26 seconds left to play in the season. Bruins to center, to the line. Play it into the right wing corner. Grabbed off by Camp, can't get it out. Far side Engvall. Engvall trying to chip it to the line and out. Gets another whack at it at center and shoots it into the empty net. Well, it's going to be an unassisted goal for Pierre Engvall, but it's number 15 on the year. As that will seal the deal as the Tampa Bay Lightning will be here. Monday night, I would think. For game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs for the Leafs. There was a great chance it could have been the Boston Bruins. As the Tampa Bay Lightning are still losing to the New York Islanders 3-2, but the Bruins needed a point to catch Tampa and play Toronto. It's not going to happen. As we've said before, one of two things were going to happen in the opening round. You were going to get an opportunity to slay the dragon or slay the king, and you got the king. The two-time Stanley Cup winning Tampa Bay Lightning will be in town. And even though the Leafs have had some success against Tampa this year, a lot of people are going to remember the 8-1 drubbing by Tampa in their last meeting. And we'll see if that has any kind of carryover effect in the game one, but I really doubt it. Uh, I doubt it as well. And there's going to be all kinds of discussion about who's the underdog here. And, and well, you're the Stanley Cup champion until somebody knocks you off. So even though, even though the Leafs have home ice advantage, you got to remember last year in the playoffs, Tampa Bay Lightning played Florida in the first round. Florida had home ice. 
Carolina had home ice advantage in the second round. And it wasn't until the, the final two rounds, the conference finals and the Stanley Cup finals that the Tampa Bay Lightning own home ice advantage. So, I mean, the bottom line is, I, I think you throw all the, the regular season stuff out the window, even you know, whether it's Tampa or whether it's the Leafs. And uh, I mean, it truly is the beginning of something new and from a lease standpoint you've got the ghosts of something old that uh, keeps creeping in and it's another opportunity to exercise your demons well the other thing and it'll be discussed obviously matthews and minor have got to produce the way they did in the regular season jack campbell has got to play the way he did near the end of the season but most certainly the first half of this season and everybody else that has been a part of this the defense that has gotten better the physicality of the defense the physicality of people like clifford and simmons uh, that are available it's going to be very interesting to see what lineup starts game one but it certainly gives sheldon keith some flexibility to make things change depending on how the series goes well i mean we did talk about it with the way that 8-1 game ended and the chippiness and, and patrick maroon and corey perry running around a little bit at the end of that game that you can certainly see simmons and clifford being in the lineup for sure for game one and then the series might take a different turn as far as maybe not being as physical and a little more wide open but um, that's going to be determined. But, but I'm with you. I think those two guys you're going to need in the lineup for game one just to make sure there's no liberties taken and that you can respond to if, uh, if it gets a little out of hand. And you can initiate instead of retaliate. Yep. Rules go both ways, don't they? Certainly do. Well, we'll look forward to it. Uh, check your local listings to see where we will be. But it, it looks like it will be Monday night here at Scotiabank Arena, and so we hope that you will join us then. Frankie Corrado joins Jim Taddy with the post-game show. You've been listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.